Are you a chronic overpacker? Do you wish you could pack with just one carry-on when you travel? Do you want to be less stressed about your packing? Well, then hang on for this episode because I'm going to share how I pack with one carry-on for one week of travel. Is fear holding you back from traveling because you don't have anyone to go with? Are you concerned about being a woman traveling alone and not sure how to prepare for a solo trip? Do family and friends think you are crazy for even considering solo travel? Well, in this podcast, you will become equipped to travel safely by yourself. You'll learn things like tactical travel tips and how to prepare for a trip and how to overcome the fear so you can discover the transformation that travel can bring. My mission is to see more women over 50 discover how travel can empower them. If you want to enjoy your next travel adventure solo, then start your journey here. Hello, sister travelers. I'm Cheryl, solo travel advocate and travel coach. I have experienced life-changing adventures through travel, and I want the same for you. So stay tuned here every week. And you will learn to find freedom through your travels, build your confidence while safely navigating new places. So you're stumped about what to pack for your next trip. Well, I figured since I am getting ready, I'm actually have started packing for my Europe trip that I would share with you some of my packing tips. You want to consider a few things before you even get into the clothes and what you're going to bring is you want to consider the weather, um, the weather of where you're going. Um, is it going to be wintertime there or is it going to be summertime? Will it be their rainy season? Um, you have to keep that in mind as you're considering what to pack. The um, second thing you want to consider is what activities will you be doing um, while you were there? Um, Most of my trips often include hiking, so I want to make sure that I'm taking the appropriate clothing and footwear for when I go hiking. Thirdly, you want to also be aware of any local customs. Uh, For example, if you are going to be visiting any religious sites, you're going to be mindful of how, as a woman, you are going to be expected to dress. Um, A lot of times, some places will have you make sure you have a head covering, or at least you have to have your shoulders covered, no midriffs, you have to have your knees covered. So being mindful of the local customs, even if you're not going to a religious site, there are some countries that you just want to be respectful of their culture and how to be expected to dress. And then of course, the fourth thing to consider is Um, The type of fabric you'll be wearing um, also goes back to that first point, dependent on the weather. So once you've considered all those things, some things that you're going to want to also look into is creating a capsule wardrobe, they call it. So what is a capsule wardrobe? Well, it's really items that you can mix and match very easily with everything else that you bring. So never bring one, an item that can only be worn one time and doesn't go with anything else. So for example, uh, maybe you're taking, uh, no granted, you might be going somewhere for a special occasion and maybe you need to take that special dress that would only be worn once. 
um, and doesn't really mix and match with anything else. So uh, that could be a possibility there. In general, a capsule wardrobe would also be considered for travel purposes, about 10 to 15 items, a piece of clothing. And those should be, you can pick a color uh, theme or color palette that you want to stay with. You know, most people might pick just all neutrals or maybe they like their black wardrobe. So most of their stuff is blacks or grays in that kind of field. Um, For my Paris trip, I chose more of the neutrals. So um, I am going to be taking kind of like cream colored sweater. Um, I have tan pants and, you know, kind of all those a light brown shade. And so things that are going to be able to mix and match uh, for sure. Um, Things that like your tops and bottoms could go with any of the bottoms that you bring. As they say, each piece of clothing that you bring should be able to mix and match with something else that you brought with you. Avoid just in case items. Oh, I'm going to throw that in just in case. We all do that, right? Oh, I might need that just in case. Well, those just in case items can really add up and you might find yourself really having to stuff things into your suitcase um, to get it closed. So we want to avoid those. Um, Even for me, I have to lay out my clothes um, before I pack. And I like to pack at least two weeks before I go, sometimes beforehand, because I want to make sure if there's something that I need to purchase, that I have time to do that. Um, so let's talk about, let's go from the bottom up, right? Let's talk about shoes. Um, how many shoes should you bring? I typically only travel with two pairs of shoes. Uh, sometimes I'm able to sneak a third pair in if it's, um, you know, summertime or something, then yes, I can throw in a pair of sandals, um, even maybe a pair of uh, flip-flops. It just depends on my destination. So two to three is what what they recommend. And you're, if you're taking three pair, um, you want to make sure you are wearing your biggest and heaviest or thickest pair of shoes on the plane. So that would be your travel pair of shoes, right? So you kind of save space when you are packing in your suitcase. So two to three pairs of shoes. Um, So that could be a sightseeing pair of shoes would be one, you know, something comfortable um, that feels that you can be walking around in for long periods of time. Make sure it's got good support and it is comfortable for you. Then your second pair of shoe could be an activity shoe, For me, if I'm planning to do a hike, it's going to be my hiking boots. That would be my second pair of shoe. Um, My third pair of shoe is going to be what I call the wild cart shoe. It could be a dress up shoe. It could be a sandal. Um, Again, depending on what your activities are. Now you do want to consider uh, durability and if it needs to be waterproof, depending on where you're going. So I'm going to be also hitting um, Amsterdam while I'm in Europe, and we're talking it's April, so there is going to be rain over there, um, so I'm actually taking a pair of waterproof, uh, low-cut, you know, fashionable boots with me as one of my pairs of shoes, and I have another pair of shoes that are just, um, they're tennis shoes, they're comfortable, they're uh, something that I will use for those sightseeing days. Um, my boots are pretty comfortable too. So if I had to walk maybe half a day in them, um, I could do that as well. 
And I'm trying to decide if I will add a third wild card pair of shoes. I'm still on the fence about that and seeing if I can get away with just two pair for this trip. And then we're going to talk about bottoms. Okay, what are we taking? How many bottoms are we taking? I would say three bottoms at max. So those can be pants. If you're comfortable wearing pants, they could be leggings. They could be maybe you like wearing skirts. Maybe they could be three three skirts. One of those bottoms, so you're going to pack two, and one of those bottoms are what you're going to wear on the plane. Okay, so that's including the pair that you're traveling with. I like to have my travel outfit for there and back being the same, typically, and then um, using wearing them probably one more time while I'm at my destination, at least the bottoms. Okay, your tops moving up to the tops, I say recommend three to four tops. Again, depending on the weather, they could be blouses, they could be, um, uh, I actually, even though I put three to four tops, I always make sure I pack at least one t-shirt. For example, I went to, when I went to Ireland, uh, I made sure I had one t-shirt. It was nice to have, um, to layer up if I needed it, you know, put underneath my sweater or um, to have it sometimes the plane can be, I wore it on my plane trip, but I also had something over top of it. So if I got warm, I could take that off and take off those layers. So, you know, nice, just kind of throw a t-shirt in there. Um, But if you are going to a summer destination, um, you might have maybe all your tops or t-shirts, or maybe you like to mix it with t-shirts and tank tops or short sleeve shirts. However you like to mix and match that. Um, Because I'm going to it's going to be cooler in Paris. I'm also including a sweater. Now, even when I travel in the summer, I always like to include a sweater. It can be a lightweight sweater, maybe a cardigan, because when I go into places that have air condition, I do tend to get cold. So I like to just have a little something to throw on, or maybe the evenings get a little chilly. So it's always nice to have something like that to just have with you. Um, I'm also taking one sweatshirt. Um, And that's going to be actually probably something I'm going to wear on the plane because I want to be comfortable on the plane. And I also, it tends to get a little chilly on the plane at times. So um, I like to have that either available or on me. Okay. Uh, I am taking a dress. Now, um, I almost never travel with a dress, but I am going to Paris. And um, last time I traveled over to Europe and was trying to get into a nice place, I was did not have the right um, appropriate attire and was denied service. So we do we are planning to go to a nice restaurant uh, one of the nights that we are there. So I'm going to throw in a dress. Now this dress is a nice, um, it's a cotton dress. It's um, multicolored. It actually would go well with my boots. It goes well with um, all the accessories that I'm planning to take. So it's got some of those neutral colors in it. And speaking of, I'm taking a scarf, a big scarf. A lot of women like to travel with these big scarves. They are a great idea, especially if you're going to a country that might require you to cover your head. So that scarf could be used in multiple ways. So it's a great, just one scarf, a big, one of those big scarves that could either be um, put over your head. It could be wrapped around your shoulders, um, like a shawl, or it could also maybe even be wrapped around your waistline and almost act as sort of a cover-up if you're going somewhere warm or 
um, or diagonally to be more fashionable. So there's lots of ways um, you can even wear it around your neck for warmth, you know, if it gets cold. So I'm taking a scarf and I have chosen just a cream colored scarf that's going to go with everything that I am packing. Um, I'm also taking a jacket. I'm taking a rain jacket actually for Paris and the Netherlands. Um, but when I went to Ireland, I took a puffy jacket, which was really compactable. And so there's some that are out there if you're going to a winter destination that you need a, a puffy coat or a winter coat type of thing. There's um, lots of options out there that you could take advantage of in, you know, that it can be compactable. So if you didn't wear it all the time, it can be squished down. Um, if you're going to a warm destination, you probably want your swimsuit, of course, or maybe two, um, cause those are pretty small, right? <laughs> um, I don't have any plans to take a swimsuit to Paris. I don't see any need for that. Um, and then of course you're going to take your pajamas. Um, I'm going to take seven pairs of underwear cause I'm going to be gone. Um, I'm actually going to be gone a little more than a week, um, but I'm going to only take seven. So I'm looking at this as a week packing trip for you. Um, you can always take some uh, laundry detergent or little packets and wash things in the sink, especially like bras and underwear. Um, I'm going to wear a bra and then I'm going to take a bra as far as my undergarments are concerned. And then socks, of course, making sure I have, you know, a few pairs of socks um, that go with my tennis shoes. And if I'm going to hike, I always make sure I bring my hiking socks with me as well. Um, so that's a general uh, packing um, that I do uh, for a one week trip. Um, keeping, you know, you're going to be re-wearing things, folks. So um, just get used to that. And that's why they want to make sure you can mix and match everything, create this little capsule uh, wardrobe for yourself for your packing. Now, how do you fit all that into a suitcase and keep it pretty small? You want to fold and roll and use packing cubes. So you're going to kind of fold and then roll your item and buy yourself some packing cubes so that you can sort of really stuff things in there and make them all nice and compact, almost like a, you know, compression kind of, uh, uh, have you ever seen those bags that they were pretty famous uh, a while back where you could store things, the vacuum, that's what the vacuum seal bags where you kind of, shh, they suck out the air and it sucks everything in. Well, that's the idea of packing cubes, okay? We can't really suck out the air, but you can really stuff things in there to um, kind of fit more into your suitcase. Now, because you're going to be rolling and folding and stuffing and packing into packing cubes, um, you want to probably pick <laughs> fabrics that are not going to get so wrinkled. Um, obviously, you're uh, a certain um, a cotton mix is probably pretty good. Um, definitely, uh, you know, a fabric like rayon is going to definitely wrinkle. Uh, so if you know you're going to have an iron at the other end, then that's fine. Then you can pack, you know, that kind of fabric. Uh, Murano wool is actually uh, very versatile. Um, not only is it good for uh, colder weather, um, but it's also great for even medium weather. I wouldn't necessarily wear that in the heat of summer, you know, like um, 100 degrees, 90 degrees. But it does tend to, um, you know, it wicks the sweat. So um, it and it dries real quickly. Uh, it's great. I do have a bunch of um, Murano wool sort of 
under, I call them undershirts, but they're long sleeve t-shirt kind of things that I often will wear under things. I wear them a lot for hiking. So an item like that, you could even get them in a tank top or a short sleeve kind of Murano wool uh, tops that could be versatile as well. And those pack really nicely because they really don't wrinkle. You can just kind of shake them out, maybe hang them in the shower when you're taking your shower the first time at your destination, just to get a couple of those extra little wrinkles out. But they're generally, they're fine. Um, I haven't had issues with mine. Um, So things to consider when you're packing. Um, And I will actually, I'll leave this list in the program notes as to how many items. Remember, we're looking at only 10 to 15 items, not not including your undergarments. Um, Those would be like clothes items, like tops and bottoms, sweaters and scarves and that kind of stuff that you're planning to take and uh, how to pack so you can condense and save space. Yeah, use those packing cubes. I'll leave the list of kind of what I have done and what I'm going to be doing for my Paris trip if you want to refer to that. When I get closer to actually leaving for my Paris trip, I will get a video out and I will go ahead and video uh, what I'm packing. I'll take some pictures and load that, upload it to my Instagram so that you can have a visual of what I am taking and how I have mixed and matched my items of clothing. So I can kind of have different outfits while I'm there, um, but using those same items again and again. I hope this has helped you uh, for my chronic overpackers out there. I hope that you can you know, learn to reduce those just in case items, avoid that completely, and just know that you're going to wear what you take. I mean, how many times have you gotten back from your vacation and looked, unloaded your suitcase and go, oh, well, I never even wore this. Yes, we've all been there. So this is a great way, thinking of capsule wardrobe packing, to avoid that. So sisters, I also wanted to let you know that I will be a guest on someone else's podcast. It actually airs tomorrow, um, Wednesday, February 15th, on the Divorce Confidant podcast, in which I talk about solo travel after divorce. If you're interested in listening to that episode, um, in that regards, talking about solo travel and divorce. I will include that in my social media if you care to listen to that episode on Divorce Confidant. Remember, sisters, be fearless. Go buy those tickets and go on that adventure.